from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. Here we are, ready for another episode of Legends Look Back. Very excited to finally get her impression. She did it. Freddie and I were on the Cosmic Forest recently talking about Dark Empire, the greatest Star Wars story of all time, ever told. Indisputable. Nobody would ever disagree with that take. And Emily decided she would go ahead and read it. You know, could participate in the roundtable, listen to what we had to say, jump in the chat, all that good jazz. And yet, I have not yet heard what she thinks about Dark Empire. So without further ado, finally, Emily is going to tell us all about what she thinks about Naked Palps and, you know, all the other stuff. Wow. That was an experience. I can he tell you that. very well naked. <laughs> he was naked, not just in one scene, but uh-huh. like in many scenes, like yes. for an uncomfortable amount of time. Uh-huh. So I can definitely see, because the only scene we ever show on, on the show is like a, a more tasteful one. And then there's some other ones that are less tasteful. And, yes. um, it was very interesting. I feel like Le- Dark Empire was probably the comics equivalent of Splinter of the Mind's Eye, mm. in my opinion. It was Ouch. highly stylized uh, art. I've been shot. That doesn't look <laughs> right. Like, none of the faces look normal. I had to tell based on how the character were, characters were written who was talking. But it made me understand Jared's tattoo way, way more. So mm. <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. The plot made no sense at all. The art was something to, to like <laughs> keep track of, and there was a lot, a lot of naked. It was you know, it did it, not disappoint. You just you gotta get on that level, Emily. You just gotta I'm t- I'm not saying you're not smart enough for it, but I'm just saying like you might need wow. to reread it in order to truly grasp. Smart enough for Ten it. Times. You gotta like there's there's so much there psychologically that you gotta get on the same playing field for. So maybe maybe you just missed it. I'd like, to, I'd like to dub that image that we always show of Palpatine, <laughs> Sweet Cheeks. Yeah. Sweet Cheeks Palpatine. <laughs> Sweet Cheeks. The, what, the cover from, Blue uh, was it issue cheeks. five? <laughs> no, no, Emily, no offense. I, I, you don't have to like it as much as me. You don't have to like it as no, much as I me. No, I liked it. It's... I'm just saying, and I liked Splinter of the Mind's Eye. It's just, it is indicative of a certain time in Star Wars literature, I think. Where, like, there wasn't a lot else going on. And there were just some really bold choices that were made, and yes. I loved it. I really did love it. But like, okay. All right. that was my take. Yeah, your take should have you should have should have led with I loved it. I'm I so really sorry. did. I'm so However. sorry. However, next time I'll, I was trying to remember because I've I've also read some other things since, and so I was trying to refresh my mind with like my fresh take. So um, yeah, I gave you like a good two minutes notice on this. <laughs> uh, okay, but the characters, the characters, the, yes, not looking. Not looking photorealistic to, you know, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford. Who cares? Um, just don't try to make them photorealistic. Just don't go Tell for the, the actor's likenesses. Stylize it. So it's like exactly. it's a it was riff stylized. on the characters. Right. The colors it's, were very unique. I've never seen that color in comics. And the, the faces, like it was, it was definitely Kennedy. an artistic choice. Um but if you're used to reading comics that are a little more realistic, it can be a little jarring to come into this expecting one thing and getting another. 
Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying like fresh take. Maybe that's my issue is that I've read it so many times. Probably. I don't expect anything other than the story I've read 50 times. <laughs> you, you know what? That's probably it, Jared, because coming into it freshly, you're just like, this art is totally like the faces aren't on. You start to judge it a little bit. But then the digger, the digger, you deep into it. Watch your mouth, the, Freddie. Yeah. The, the, the deeper you dig into it. <laughs> <laughs> there what it I'm is. trying to say there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Emily's got to. She's got to reread it in order to truly. No, maybe I, she should just go valid. on to Dark Empire Two. Let's take a time out there. I'm reading Dark Empire Two right now, and Ooh. all right, <laughs> I have to keep on taking timeouts and breathe a little, and just be like, <sighs> it's gonna be okay. If it was a movie, it's gonna be, it okay. would be an adrenaline rush the whole time. <laughs> the whole time's an adrenaline rush. Something's always happening, and it's not just like That's three storylines. It's like ten <laughs> different things that happen. And it, in, it's yeah. it's so much yeah. crazy. It's just crazy. Have you got to the part yet where Luke falls in love with one of his students? Uh, no, but I think I'm getting close. Like I I I, I see the foreshadowing. Part two. Uh huh. Yeah, it gets a little awkward. Oh. I'm to be honest with you. Just you but, wait. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but it does have Impetajoyos Brand, the greatest Jedi Master That's who ever lived. Right. I mean, I'm definitely going to keep Buzz Lightyear. You have to, Good. Emily. Yeah. You're going to love it. You're going to yeah. after. Here, here's my theory. After you commit to Dark Empire, you finish the first one. You hit the second one, you're already aware of the art that's coming. You yeah. appreciate it just a bit more. The story does not get any less crazy. And then you go back to read one, and you're just like, this is what started it all. How beautiful. I <laughs> How beautiful it. this No, Kenobi used to be my yeah. least favorite Star Wars book. And after our roundtable, I think it's my number one. So I totally agree with you. On a reread, right. I think it would continue to improve. And I, I, I am going to reread it. Everything hey. deserves a second chance. But that's my initial <laughs> Music thoughts. Music to my you ears. Ask me honestly. I keep it Music real, y'all. If you're mm. new to no, Legends, you... please identify with me because otherwise I have no role on this show. Great job, <laughs> Emily. I, I joke about how much I like Thank the story. You, you. You, you legitimately do not have to have the same opinion as me. You're welcome to not like it. It y'all, is. I me do, behind the scenes. I, I do know I that like, half of Star Wars fans hate Dark Empire. Oh really? And then the other half, and then, yeah, and then the other half are right. But you know, half of them, you know, hate it. And it's it, fine. Man. Like you really don't. It is bonkers. All right. But uh, anyone awesome. else is bonkers. Are we ready like, to uh, start the show now? <laughs> there we go. She's and, out of here. Oh my. Okay. 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 You are. You're oh, welcome no. to be here for the show, Emily. Rick, I'm sorry I spoiled the fact that Luke falls in love with one of the students in Dark Empire it's Two. It's fine. It's also not the only time he falls in love with one of his students. Yeah. But you know what? Nobody's falling in love with anybody's students tonight here on our Back to School special <laughs> of Legends Look Back. That's right. It is back to school time over in the U.S. America. Why did I say it that way? I don't know. If you're back to school, if you're not, if you got kids, kiddos hopping on the school bus. I'm just going to start or it. Rick's Rick's magic school bus shirt. Beep, beep. Hey, you're in the right place. If you're not, you're here. So let's start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back, proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network, a Star Wars books podcast for people who were eliminated first in the spelling bee <laughs> over the word radar, but who can spell Jeruus Sabayoth in their sleep. Yeah, that happened to me, for real, legitimately. Ooh. It happened in school. First one, I went right up to the microphone, said, I'm going to be first, I'm going to win this thing. Missed the first word, <laughs> sat down, humiliated. My entire class went, oh! <gasps> When it happened, it was oh. it was horrible. But you know what? I can spell Jeruus Sabayoth in my sleep just like you probably can if you're listening to Legends Look Back. This is a show where we celebrate our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser-known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and I'm joined by 
the man who is just about at least like, you know, half as buff as James Lucino, <laughs> Freddie C. Hello, everyone. First of all, hello, Penelope and Nia. I know you guys are watching today, so uh, I just want to say that. But I, first of all, uh, I didn't make it on the last episode, and I apologize. Uh, had a concussion, uh, second concussion of Legends Look Back. Hopefully it doesn't happen to anybody else. Third uh, time's charm. But it, it, was, it was an eye-opening experience to feel uh, the chemical reaction of what stress does to your brain, uh, especially when it's injured. And, you know, really the, the positivity and pushing positivity, there's no reason why we shouldn't be doing that. It's healthy for everybody. Glad you're back, buddy. <laughs> Glad you're back. It was it's scary. Freddie yeah. said, I had a head injury. I don't think I have a concussion. I'm probably okay. I'll be here for the show. And then an hour before the show, he said, yeah, I'm going to the ER. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool, 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 cool. That's great. It's fine. You know who else is great is Emily Daybeck, even if she only likes you know Dark Empire half as much as me. That's fine. <laughs> Welcome. Glad you're here. Well, I turned 30 yesterday, so I feel like I officially belong. Um, and I will remind you, Jared, that... Not smart enough to handle Dark Empire. Um, I had a master's degree before <laughs> any joke. of you jokers. So I That's just right. want to say, and it is in teaching, so I feel very at home here. Don't you have two master's degrees? Just one. Oh, okay. So where, did I, where did I get the idea that you had two? Maybe that's just how much minors. smarter than me. I think <laughs> you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> two minors. That was my thing. <clears throat> well, not to one-up you or anything. That is kind of his thing. <laughs> Our producer, Rick Grace, if I remember correctly, had two majors uh, in college. Three. Even more oh, useless Gosh. than two minors Dang. is three majors. <laughs> I, I tried to argue into getting two two bachelor's degrees, and they kept telling me that would be absolutely worthless, so just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I was a senior wow. by hours for half of my time in college. <clears throat> so, wow. Wow. Yeah. I do remember you having two, so we had a shared major, we had some classes together, and then you were always like, you do know I have a degree in videography, right? Yeah, yeah. I added and, uh, a third Bible, or second Bible major, a third major, um, my last two years, so. A second Bible major? Mm-hmm. Wow. See, I, I knew that uh, you were just radiating holiness over there yeah. in your school bus shirt. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love that shirt so much. <laughs> Let's be real. Everybody wanted Miss Frizzle for a teacher. She was literally my role model in college. I think I wrote an essay for her, like about her for my master's degree. Truly. Nice. That's awesome. It's like Miss Frizzle was the best teacher and here's why. Oh, yeah. I I love that uh, it's like made a comeback. There's like the yeah remix show. What do you call it? The re- revamp? Uh, yeah, it's re- like Rides Again. Relaunch. Magic School Bus yeah. Rides Again. So my kids have watched it, and like they they understand that way. I don't have to like try to explain to them. When I was a kid, there was a show where school buses could fly and invade people's bloodstreams and see yes. sound waves. It's like hey, a, you want to go a... in your body. <laughs> it's a weird concept. Oh my to describe goodness! To people. We were watching that like with my son because he asked a thousand <laughs> questions about everything. So we're like, we'll just put you in front of the TV back when TV actually taught you something and let you watch the Magic School Bus. And I was thinking about like how that show does not age well. It's like, yeah, we're going to invade the privacy of a classmate and go inside his body. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah. yeah. They brought it back there around. There was a lot and... of consent issues, but you did learn a lot about the human body. You did. You learned that if you eat too many of those greeny weenies, you turn orange. Mm. <laughs> or whatever I... they were. You know, those like sea Is that what it is? 
Can you say yeah. Greenie Weenies again for the uh, the mixtape? Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm fairly certain it was problematic in like race representation. Yeah. But probably. I don't know for sure. So we're just gonna breeze right past it. Anyway, Rick, is that a <laughs> is that an actual Magic School Bus shirt? It is. Or it is, is not it just a school just bus. A school shirt? bus. Was that your uniform for when you were an actual bus driver? It was not. My wife actually said, I want us all to have matching clothes for the first day of school. And I was like, great. And so <laughs> she, she... Tell her I said she would. Yeah. And I so like red shirts or something. That's way baller. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So we all had different, like... My my son had shorts that were like this with a blue shirt and a pocket that had this stuff. My daughter had like an elaborate dress with like frilly school buses on it. My wife had a shirt like a a blouse that was kind of like this that she wore over a black dress. Um, and so we were all looking pretty fly in our school bus clothes. I gotta see a picture of that. Post that in the Discord. Yes, and we're done. Do. All right, we'll do. We'll do. Now we are going to be talking about the world of Jedi training in. Star Wars Legends. That is, of course, there is this rich set piece in the Legends timeline. And that is, it's a big diversion, you know, from diversion? Is that the right word? Departure. Mm. From where they go mm. in, uh, like, the Red Sea. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, from where we end up in canon, where, you know, it's in flames and all of that. Mm-hmm. Eps in the chat for all the Jedi Academy students in canon. But not in Legends. <laughs> mm. In Legends, it's awesome. And there's crystal snakes and multiple generations of solo kids, and uh, anyway, we're going to talk about the everything there was to love about the Jedi Academy in Star Wars Legends. But before we do, uh, my kids just recently went back to school last week, and we got a little little notice from the principal the night before school starts. Hey, by the way, just a few things you need to know. One of these warnings that we got from the principal brought a little tear to my eye. Mm-hmm. All right. It was when I started uh, second grade, just like my daughter is now. When I started second grade, the biggest, you know, property in the world was Pokemon. I mean, we're talking about like right about 1999. Um, the first movie's coming out. You know, this was the big thing. You like, could go to Burger King and get your little gold. You have like the gold Pokemon cards, Freddy? Oh, totally. I have them still. Yeah. Yep. Of course you would. I do too. I remember that's where I learned the word tarnished. My mom's like, don't touch it. You'll tarnish it. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I don't know if I've ever cracked him out of his case, but uh, I bet you my little brother has a stinker. Anyway, um, she got a notice from her teacher that said, please don't bring Pokemon cards to school and try to trade them at recess. And I was like, what year is this? Man. 1999? I mean, this is... When I this taught six years you. ago, that was my rule too. I was like, it causes way too much conflict. These kids are really into Pokemon. Mm, we still Even are. Even when you taught. <laughs> so Emily, uh, you know, a bit of information I didn't know here until a week ago. And if I did know, I forgot it because I'm a narcissist. And that is <laughs> that you were an actual teacher. I was. I worked with high school, middle school, elementary, and now my kids are like early childhood. So I've got a bit of experience in all the areas but yes so I cool. taught first grade that was when I was like an actual classroom teacher and they were obsessed with Pokemon cards so much so that I said if they if I caught them trading during class I took them and so I had a drawer full of Pokemon cards and I just kind of thumbed through them check them out during like how you learned how to riffle shuffle yeah yeah and I don't, I don't remember what I did with them at the end I'd like to think I gave them back but I don't really remember okay who had the Cleavery? yeah <laughs> I might well, have Emily, sold them glad. back. I think if I took something and then they earned enough points with like 
good behavior and stuff like Sold that. Sold back. Um, Are you a smuggler? That's what I'm saying. Back. They you were did. really into that. Only money. <laughs> so this Charizard, huh? <laughs> yeah. As much as this holographic works. I want to yeah. see the hollow, this, yeah. <laughs> this Daybeck is going to pocket the the Charizard, but you can have back all the commons and uncommons. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Well, we've got some fun stuff to talk about here as it pertains to our back-to-school season. But first, merch. Who has anything fun to show off this week? I've got something thematic that ties into the show, and I just like, yeah. I had to show it off. It couldn't wait till next week. Like, it had to happen this week. Same. And I'm very, very excited. All right, Emily's got something. Yes. What do you have? I am ready for my <gasps> first day of school. Yes. Holy cow. That's almost Dark Empire colors. I it know, is. I know. Purple. So get this. My husband is in a teaching role right now. He found this abandoned in his classroom. Whoa. No idea how long it's been there. It's, like, rusted on the inside. It's pretty mm. cool. Did it have a moldy sandwich inside or something? No, I think it was empty, but he did find it. I thought that was the coolest thing. He's found a lot of stuff. Plus, I have this. I got this for my 30th birthday, a little after-school snack treats, galactic baking. Super excited to check this out. There was a Legends reference in my other cookbook. I'll have to scan this one for Legends references, too. It'll be really fun. Now I've got to know the Legends reference. That's... uh, do we get to like a baking with legends look back episode yeah. where we go through the Star Wars cookbooks and yeah. one time for a like a Star Wars movie night we did with our youth group back in Massachusetts we made the lightsaber pretzel sticks mm-hmm. oh. and I, t- I told my wife get the pretzel sticks at the store <laughs> and we're gonna make the lightsabers <laughs> I meant the this size pretzel sticks oh, you know the like uh-huh. she got the jumbo size the cigar kids. They were, they were, they were like Cubans and folks were, the teenagers were lightsaber battling with these all over the churchyard. It was one of the proudest moments in my entire ministry. Yes. I love that. Even though it wasn't what I asked for in the first place. It, she knew. Oh yeah. She knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I would have gotten. I don't know why you want the mini ones. Those aren't realistic. I know. (laughs) I didn't know they made them that big. I I didn't know those existed. Uh, great, great picks, Emily. Very proud, and also happy birthday. Oh, thank oh yeah. Moving on, Freddie. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you have? Well, to pair with Emily's book, uh, I found. So I went through my archives. There's a lot of stuff that I have found. I'm going to show you just a couple of them. Uh, this thing. I love that Freddie doesn't have a collection. He has archives. In <laughs> <laughs> <I'm in> class, <laughs> so the archives. Uh, this here, the. Star Wars. I've got that one with Wookie cookies and mm. other oh galactic goodness. recipes. So it, it's pretty. That cool. one's wild. Uh, it doesn't the, look as cool as yours, but there's a the Yoda art soda. inside, Freddie. It's like it's got like photos soda. of like action figures out. Yeah, that's really it, cool. The photography in that is yeah. bazonkers. It mm. honestly is very inspirational. Mm. Mm. Look at Love that. that. Wow. Uh, so I've got that. And then I found a few books that I might... Let me see if I can grab them, first of all. Okay, there's a lot over here. Uh, so <laughs> I found this. rifling through the archives. Ooh. I the totally forgot I had this. Collectible edition of uh, nice. the original trilogy novelizations. Yep, mm. so nice. That. Shiny. I'm, I'm currently like trying Jared. to collect all of those, Freddie. There's, there's four different versions of that book. Yeah. Shout out there to our buddy Jordan. four different versions. I didn't even know that. There are, and unfortunately, you have the most common. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> All right, here's here's another book which I don't e- I didn't even remember that I owned, and it's actually pretty thin for a Star Wars book, but it's Red Harvest. Mm. 
Look nice hardback. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, look at the blood dripping from the lips there. Oh, yeah, look at that. It really, huh. uh, really beautiful. Uh, Pretty thin for a Star Wars book. Mm -hmm. See that? Yeah. Uh, That's because the zombies ate the other half. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Scoundrels. Mm -hmm. Totally... Totally need to get back into this. I've seen uh, I've seen a lot of people <laughs> digging into Scoundrels recently, so that's that's pretty great. Love it's a good that. book. It is a, <laughs> it is such a good book. Um, that one's also divisive. I know a lot of people who don't love it. Yeah, a lot of people don't like a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say they're wrong, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad you like it, Freddie. Here we go. Pulse Unleashed Two. Love that. I I these are books I totally forgot I had. They I just. Went through some old stuff. Very glad that I have them. This one here I did not forget though. Death mm. Troopers. There one you go. Just got the I just got the new cover for that. And um I don't know where I'm going with this, but you have the old cover. I've got the new one, you got the old one. There you go. Uh and then one last thing which I'm gonna flash a I'm not gonna flash you guys, but I'm gonna flash you with <laughs> with a box real fast. <laughs> And <laughs> those Wait, of you <laughs> who who know what this is will will love it. So it's a blue box. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna focus too much on it. I'm gonna show you this blue box for you for those of you who know what's in it. Congratulations. For those who don't, what comes out of that box is this box here. What Whoa, are we looking at, Freddie? What are we looking at? Are you ready for this? No. Okay. I don't know First of all. How do I'm you open it? it? And then open it. <laughs> Freddie just spun it around four different directions <laughs> so he can find the scene. I was trying to look for, for this. this th there's some information here. I don't, I don't want to show it yet. I'm not ready. Okay. It's the three-book cycle by what? Timothy Zahn in cassette form. <gasps> what? Oh, my gosh. I've never seen this before. This out. Hammer Tong. Oh, my. Doesn't even have a cover on it. Not even sure. What? Like yeah, the short story what? from Tales of the Most Slicely Cantina? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a cassette of that? Yeah, there's a I cassette no of idea. it. It's right here. <laughs> Unopened. It, you see the plastic on it? Pristine condition, man. Yeah. Heir to the Empire by Timothy Zahn. I'm scared to know how much you paid for this. Oh, I've had this when it came out, so probably like 20 bucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Dark That's Force a genuine Rising. collectible. That is. A genuine collectible. Dark mm. Force Rising. And there's two cassettes for each for each of the stories, and the hammer, the hammer tong ha is just one, so it's a short story. And then of yeah. course, of course, last command. Mm. Mm. That wow. is beautiful, Freddie. I gotta say, like, it's not even every year that I'm surprised by something <laughs> existing in the world of Legends collectibles I didn't know existed, uh, and yet you did it today. There you, you go. Did it today. Wow. That's crazy. That's beautiful, man. I'll yeah. give you $10. I love the cover of it, too, with the uh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah that is amazing. Uh, audio listeners, got to check this out. This yeah. is fantastic. That's great. Wow. Freddie, uh, I don't feel like mine's all that great anymore. <laughs> should have gone last. <laughs> yeah. Should have pulled a Rick. You should have pulled a Rick. Let me let me show you what I got. No, I'm just kidding. I got, got hardly anything. And, okay, I've actually been thinking about um, downsizing a little bit and – um, I'm going to a bookstore tomorrow, so this could be really ironic and not age well at all when I come back with a box of books. But I'm hoping to take a box of books of duplicates and like sell them and stuff. Um, okay. But um, I don't also think... sell smugglery. Yeah. Hey, you want to buy some Star Wars books? Hey. 
And uh, I'm gonna go home and rethink your life. <laughs> Seriously, why'd you sell them? Come on. Um, so yeah, I don't think I have. Okay, I do have something, but I probably shouldn't talk about it yet because I uh, haven't told my wife about it yet. But <laughs> got a haircut, we can save it. We can, and we can save GameStop was yeah. right there, so <laughs> we can we can save it. Right? Yeah, there's always another chance. All right, moving on. I got a couple things. One, I forgot I pre-ordered this, mm. and then it charged my card, <laughs> and my wife was like. What are you doing? And I was like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was somebody who used to look like me and talk like me. He had the same name as me, but it's not me now. I didn't do this. Now, I did this six, eight, ten months ago. Who who knows? I don't know. I bought the Rogue One oh. Expanded Edition soundtrack, oh. and oh, it is hey. it is gorgeous. That's beautiful. Did you get it? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and it's great because this didn't previously exist. You could not get the Rogue One soundtrack on vinyl in its entirety. Mm. There was only an abbreviated version, and I really like the opening track. Bum, ba, bum, bum, ba, ba, bum, bum, oh yeah, you know when when Krennic is driving his ship oh, yeah. and he's like, "What are yeah. you doing out here being a farmer?" and shoots his wife, you know. Mm. So um, these are really cool collectible. Um, the packaging is great. It's kind of got like the Death Star plans <laughs> so on cool. it. And then look at this boar gullet. Mm. Boar gullet. Crazy (laughs) masterpiece on the back of this. Very good Freddy. Freddy's better at impressions than I ever realized. Mm -hmm. This one's cool with Vader and the Death Star. Anyway, Ah. the music is even better than the the artwork on this. And it's surprisingly difficult to get these back in the box, so I'm going to deal with this later. (laughs) And then, in honor of back-to-school season... I bought books I already owned, and my wife was less than happy about that, but they came in a box, and oh. I did not own the box. Ooh. And, oh, hey. well, all right, so I got the Jedi Academy trilogy, the box set. These do have the Legends banners, but let's be honest, my copies very old and crusty and have been through a lot. Okay, so these are in pristine condition and available on Kevin J. Anderson's website. Each one of these, there is very affordable too. Each one of these is signed <gasps> by KJA himself. Right. What? what? <laughs> and I did not own KJA's autograph. I've got an expansive collection of Star Wars author autographs. Um, it's really grown to be quite sizable. I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. Um, but I didn't have him, and he's a, a Legends, you know, staple. And so now I have three of his autograph mm. in one cute little box. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Crash. So I'm glad that struck a nerve with y'all. Thank you. My wife was less than excited. Did about those. did she have the same like <clears throat> same tone of don't you already have that book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Except I'm for it was it, the take the judginess of the way you said that and amp it up to Yeah, I was I, I was trying to be nice, but I heard it I heard it just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Great, good. Okay. Uh but thank you all for encouraging me and of course hey supporting legends authors that we love mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh, and so uh, huge shout out to Kevin J Anderson thanks for the books and let's get to it all right we are talking about the Jedi academy training back to school season in Star Wars legends that's what we're calling it first and foremost who is like your favorite of Luke's legends Jedi academy students in all of Star Wars Legends. So the only criteria here is they had to have trained to be a Jedi on Yavin 4 at the Academy at some point in Star Wars Legends. Uh, it doesn't have to be, you know, 
um, it doesn't have to be strictly from the Jedi Academy trilogy. They, they don't have to have graduated. You see what I'm saying? Just, just, they just had to be there at some point. Who's somebody that you really like amongst all the Jedi Academy students, any generation? Who's going to start us off? How about uh, oh, Freddy? What you got, uh, Okay. Uh, let's see. I was uh, originally going to say uh, Gantoris, but we all... No, he's F's in the chat for Gantoris. <laughs> F's in the chat for Gantoris. Did he burst uh, into flame or something? Something like that. I can't recall exactly how how he went, but uh, he he was the I'm red herring. I'm pretty sure he was incinerated right? by Exarcoon. Totally, uh, his soul right. sucked out. Probably trapped forever, screaming for pain. Whatever. Uh, it, it's F's in the chat. That's all I gotta say for mm. for Gantoris. Uh, but but I would say, would you consider Kip Duran his his apprentice, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like his, Kip. His, I like Kip's story. His, he was sent to detention in a time or two. We'll say that much, <laughs> but he is certainly an iconic character from the series. He was at the Jedi Academy. He was enrolled. He was enlisted. He, you know, he took some time. He had. He was shipped he off to military school. Yeah, he did. <laughs> something <laughs> happened at military school. Things. We won't say what. <laughs> he did some ethically questionable things that that. Uh, you know, you could be like, I, I, I uh, see what you did there. It's not very good, but I see what you did there. Uh, very he much tried. Kip Duran. He, tr- he, he. You know what? <laughs> Considering where he was at his entire life, could you really? <laughs> what else could you have done or mm. thought of? You know, that's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah for those yeah. who okay, don't know, great, great Kessel. pick. I. <laughs> yeah. Sure, he. They found him on Kessel. That's right. He had a bromance with Han Solo mm-hmm. and the Glitter Stem Spiders, and then he became a genocidal Jedi maniac, and then was not held accountable in any kind of, mm. you know, uh, credible way, mm-hmm. and almost started a galactic civil war over the fact that he was serving on the Jedi Council and didn't have wasn't punished for his crimes. But <laughs> he's still Freddy's favorite Jedi from the Jedi Academy, so uh, yeah. we're counting it. We're yeah. counting it, baby. Imagine growing up on Kessel, and that's your life. So okay, <clears throat> don't spoil it for me. Like I've read Jedi Academy trilogy, and I know some of the um, <clears throat> antics he has there. Is there more beyond that trilogy that that uh, Kip gets caught up in? Yeah. Okay. In yeah, New Jedi Order, he ends up training Jaina Solo for a bit, but he's got like there's these two schools. This isn't spoiler. Okay. There's there's two major <laughs> schools of thought amongst the Jedi Council. Hmm. So these are like Luke students who then become Jedi Masters themselves, but they've all had their own crazy experiences, and most of them too old. You know, they came to the academy too old, and so <laughs> they've got checkered experiences. Yeah. And Kip has this like hyper militant view of how to handle the Yuuzhan Vong War. Oh, okay. He's like, let's let's be proactive and militant, and whereas some others are like, no, Jedi are not. With generals, yeah. So it, it it echoes kind of the in in an interesting riff on the prequels. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Yep. I can't remember if he falls in love with Jaina too. That might happen. I don't remember. We're gonna move on. There's a lot of falling in love with students and <laughs> in legends. It might happen. I don't remember for sure. But that, uh, okay. it's ringing a bell. <laughs> it's ringing a bell. There's definitely multiple people yeah. vying for Jaina's love in post Return of the Jedi Legends. Ah. There's there's one love triangle that's got the bugs. You know about the bug books? Yes, you told don't me not me... to read them. I started reading it. It's like Dark Nest. And you're like, yeah, you should probably put that down. Yeah. 
Don't get don't get me started on the bug books. Okay. okay. <laughs> and uh, Emily, while we're on you, who would be your favorite of the Jedi Academy students in Legends? Does Mara Jade count? For sure. Okay. Uh-huh. 100%. She would be my favorite. I feel like because she came in so old, like she's like a straight up adult. It just seems like, and like literally like blood on Who her served hands on the Empire. <laughs> yeah, she had definitely some problems. But, you know, I, I like to say, you know, I'd like to support lifelong learning and uh, choosing a different path. It's probably for the best. Um, That's right. Plus Mara Jade. Oh. I mean, you really can't go wrong with Mara Jade. She found the love of her life. There you right? go. Yeah. From from what I remember, if I remember correctly enough, Mara. not I've, I'm, I'm currently rereading all the Bantam era 90s books. I, and I don't know if she ends up back at the Jedi Academy in any book other than I Jedi, but in I Jedi, you know, it's a he uh, Stackpole kind of retcons Jedi Academy trilogy yeah. to put her there, and she and Corrin Horn perform a heist on Exar Kun. I mean, it's just <laughs> what? it's great. It's fantastic. There, yeah. Yeah. So there, th- I think that's a, a good <laughs> preface part, right? There are two Jedi Academies in Legends. There's, w- would you say there's two in Legends, or is it completely? I Jedi is, what year was that written? Twenty. Uh, well, it could be ninety nine. Um, it's. I think the Jedi Academy trilogy was ninety six. I think it's shortly after that. Yeah. I'm okay. still thinking it's nineties. Okay. It, I think. I think it's ninety nine. So, so basically, there are two schools. There's the one that got retconned and the retconny. Is that is that right? You've got. Uh, it's ninety eight. Because yeah, there's there's one with Corrin Horn and without one without Corrin Horn. <laughs> Basically. That's right. That's, yeah, that's but how it goes. Basically, the idea is he, you know, he spent some time there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he may not have gone through all four years, but he he, he dipped his toe in. He's a sure. rogue. And and that's <laughs> my understanding of Mara Jade too. Like she didn't go through the full curriculum. She got like the crash course. Yeah. Which to, to be fair, the, the way Luke taught, I don't think I would be able to go through. The Hang on full. to that one. We're coming. Okay. We're coming back to the training methods in a minute. All right, shelf that for a second. What was it like to be a Jedi Academy student? What exactly is their, uh, you know, the full curriculum? We're coming back to it in a minute. Oh. Rick, who's your pick? Um, who's your pick, Rick? My pick, Rick. So there. Yeah, I'm gonna say Exar Kun because the guy never <laughs> left. He was there for forever. <laughs> He was he, a Jedi. He uh, he needed some extracurriculars, and so he stuck around for you know like what is it millennia, and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. So go big or go How home. How to enslave a race? Yes. <laughs> Taught by Exar Kun. <laughs> <laughs> Should we allow that as a pick? <laughs> I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say Kip. So Exar Kun was my backup. <laughs> to- I've always had a soft spot for Loey. All right, Lobaka. Oh, okay. That's going to be my pick is, is Lobaka, next generation. Hmm. Um, like Degrassi. See what okay. I did there? I see what you um, did there. He, Lobaka, he's <laughs> like Jason and Jaina's fluffy friend. He's He's got your, you know, Chewbacca energy. He's Chewie's nephew. He's got a red, like a crimson lightsaber back before they had, oh, you yeah. know, officially, officially dubbed, hey, dude, those are for the bad guys. You know what he has to say to that? Mm. Yeah, try taking that away. <laughs> there it is. There you go. But not like Rara, we talked about a couple weeks ago with the, the speech impediment. Um, Lobaka, in fact, ends up kind of responsible for the first really fun story 
for the Solo Kids in the Young Jedi Knights books. Let's move on into the most notable stories that happened at Luke's Jedi Academy. My pick mm-hmm. is um, the very first book of the Young Jedi Knights series. These are maybe my very favorite Legends books. They're just so delightful. Like, even the conflict in them, you just know, you know, it's fun. It's it's all right. Everything's okay. Um also, I've got like a holographic cover of this thing. I, I don't know oh, if I've ever wow. noticed. There's there's some that are shiny and some that are not. You gotta yeah look look. Mm-hmm. That's how you get kids right. to read right there. That's right for sure. All right, here we go. Officially dubbing this, making legends look back history. Are you ready for this? No. This cover from now on shall henceforth be known as Glowy Lowy. <laughs> glowy Lowy. Glowy Lowy. <laughs> now I gotta know if my cover is a Glowy Lowy. <laughs> Glowy Lowy, yeah. So Lobaka is he's he's uh, mechanically minded. He likes to you know how Chewbacca tinkers on the ship and Chewbacca's like, this one goes there, that one goes here. <laughs> um it, it take it riffs on that. Lowy likes to fix stuff. He likes to tinker on computers and um so he rebuilds a skyhopper, flies it over the jungle, sees something shiny, goes back and tells his friends, which by the way, he's got a He's got a mechanical translator, MTD. He's got a droid that's a belt buckle. And it's a sassy droid, mm. like C-3PO, kind of mm. snarky. The only but it, so droid. it translates for Loey. So Channel Cobb, Jason, Jaina, Lobaka, and the droid, the belt buckle, they, they go off in search for what was the shiny thing. Then it turns out they discover there's a crash-landed stormtrooper named Coral, who's been with a Q because it's Star Wars. And Coral has been on the planet for 23 years. Mm. He crash landed on Yavin 4 after the Battle of Yavin mm-hmm. and has been surviving in the jungle for over two decades. So it's, it's a really fun story. Kind of kickstarts the whole line of adventures. Somebody kidnaps somebody. And I don't remember if Coral holds the Jedi children for ransom I mean, or if they hold him for ransom in the jungle. But one of those things happens. I'm pretty sure he holds the kids because that's just so very on brand for Legends. Okay. But it would be a huge plot twist and it would be very much for them holding the Stormtrooper hostage. That'd be awesome. It makes more sense because there's five of them yeah. and one of him. But, I mean, if he's had 20 years to either wallow in complacency or, like, hone his skills, I mean, yeah. there's potential there. He ends up being, like, a major player all throughout the series, you know, for the Ooh. 13 books. So he, he mm. comes back up and is a recurring character. And Anyway, it's this great, like, little get-to-know-all-the-characters story in the jungle where they're, you know, <laughs> there's kidnapping and crash landing. And there's it's it's great. So that's a, that's a good little story. Heirs. I can never remember this. You got Heir to the Jedi and Heir to the... Empire. This one's called, if I can read it off this glowy cover without my glasses. <laughs> Heirs of the Force. Heirs of the Force. Couldn't have said it better myself, Freddie. Glowy, Lowy. There we go. Glowy All right. Lowy. What is your pick, my man, of your favorite Jedi Academy story in Legends? Well, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Jedi Academy trilogy. I think you can power through those books fairly easily. They're just so readable. Uh, to be honest, though, before I even read those, I had this book, and I, I really don't remember it at all. I read a synopsis of it just to refresh my mind, and, and I barely remember it. I'm going to have to read it again, but it's Darkest 
Knights. With oh yeah, the other shiny. That one's holographic. Yeah, Look other. Sh- yeah, it's another shiny book here, holographic. Ha- hollow. Is that is that Brachus, the villain on the cover That's there? Sick. The Dark I Jedi. All season. about these covers, y'all. Yeah, they're pretty. Solid. They're fantastic, aren't they? Great. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. So this in this book, uh, basically, Jasa, Jasa, Jasa. I am just, I am just concussed. The, the third twin that we never knew about. I don't. Concussed. Yes, Jasa could be a twin if there's First three of, all, of them. I love the beginning of this this little synopsis in the back here. It goes, "When the Empire died, they were born." Kind of like that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> very dramatic too. Very uh, Star Warsy. Uh, mm. But basically, the twins and Lobaka are off to uh, Kashyyyk because uh, Loi's sister is about to enter the terrifying rite of passage uh, for the Wookiees. And uh, the dark Jedi student, I believe he's a student, uh, Zek, he's down there to mess with the computer mainframe of of the uh, the Wookiees. So pretty interesting read. It's been a long time. I'm going to probably dig into this again. It's it looks like a pretty fun book, and it's very shiny. Super nice. shiny. No, another, another good one uh, that follows in that series, and we can move on from the, the Young Jedi Knights. There's some great stories. I think the first six are set large in large part there at the Jedi Academy. The sixth book, um, what is that, uh, Jedi Under Siege sixth book in the series, then is the climactic battle of this first arc, and it takes place... At the Jedi Academy, the Shadow Academy, those are like the dark Jedi school. <laughs> yeah. What? And theirs is a space station. Yes. Yeah, run by a night sister. And then an Is this the and then, uh, yeah, honestly, Freddie, I'm looking at like a five inch <laughs> screen here. So sure. I couldn't tell you. Let's um, go for yes. <laughs> That's it's it. either a space station or a spaceship, so definitely space. Um yeah, the big battle. The bad guys bring their school to battle against yeah. the good guys. My school's going to be and your school. I'm pretty sure this is like a Disney Channel original movie at some point. <laughs> yeah. It would be a great and Disney great Channel original movie. For two hours a, straight. I've definitely seen this one. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's great. They're, all throughout the book, the entire book is a battle. It's uh, like 150 pages of, of, just, of just the battle. The, yeah, and it's, it's creative, and each little character's got their own beat. So there you go, the first six books of that. Definitely get into the uh, the uh, all the shenanigans on the Jedi Academy there at Yavin Four and Rick. Tell the good folks about another Jedi Academy story in Legends. You know, I was just thinking about uh, you know uh, like the their novel, like their children's books. Jeffrey Brown, like his book, he has a Jedi Academy book. It's not Yavin Four. I'm talking about the guy who writes like the like the bedtime stories for kids, like Goodnight Leia, and I own one or two, but have not made it all the way through. Yeah, same. But one of them is Jedi Academy. I've read it to my kids. I don't know anything about it, but I'm just wondering. Hmm, wonder if that book qualifies. But it's definitely not Gavin Four. So um, anyway, um, look at that. Not Legends, though. Right. Let's see. So. Um, I haven't read this one yet, but how about the time Anakin finds ancient rabbi? Who is this Jedi Master? A rabbit. It's a rabbit, not a rabbi. <laughs> did I say rabbi? How many How many Bible degrees did you get, Rick? All right, okay. Is this becoming the new chives? Are we going to talk about rabbi and the, <laughs> the, ancient, the, the rabbi, ancient rabbi? His tassels, his phalandries are oh long. His phalandries, yeah. That was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> when I say phalandries, that's not a word. <laughs> Fingers. <laughs> 
the first book, I believe, I believe, Rick, you're talking about the first book in the Junior Jedi Knights series. Oh, boy. What is it called? Uh, let's see if we can find it. The first book of the Junior, I've not actually read these yet. I've, I know bits and pieces and chunks <laughs> because they're referenced in other books, but I'm saving them. I'm saving them. All right, I'm making it through the, the Adult Legends books before I go back and read these. Also, they're they're kind of, I don't know where you're at in the collecting of all these, Rick, but Getting your hands on a complete set of all six Junior Jedi Knights is tough. Mm. How much do you think those are worth? Junior, I gotta look at look up what these are to see if I have because I can't even uh, see. I don't know. I've got the Young Jedi Knights, the Junior Jedi Knights. Let's see. So these follow the next generation. So these follow. Oh, okay, okay. And the, the next class, not generation. Anakin Solo. And oh, his oh, okay. I've got a couple. His girlfriend of them. Tahiri Vela, who is a huge mm. character in New Jedi, New Jedi Order and Beyond. Legacy of the Force, Fate of the Jedi, all that good stuff. Um, she's the barefoot Tuscan Raider Jedi, you know, as Legends does. Yeah, yeah Emily's face right now was like, I don't believe That's you. That's insane. That's everything I've ever wanted. Title, please. <laughs> what is this again? Tahiri. Tah- yeah, you're going to love her. I think I wrote a piece for her for you, Teeny, at oh, one point. Look goodness, her up. I would love um, that. Can you drop that in Discord later? For sure. She's from, she's from Tatooine, and she likes to go barefoot. She's like, I ain't about yes. to wear shoes around here. And... There's oh you think that's great? Yes. There's, there's so much more with her that will blow your mind that I'm not oh, about I to say. I want to read that next. Huge, oh, we got a round table next week, but after that, there's there's like some hardcore romantic uh, like tragedies with her, and it's uh, gut wrenching, and there's dark side stuff, and there's there's uh, there's um, brainwashing what? by aliens, and is there entanglement? Uh-huh. If you say yes, I'm gonna die. There's there's time travel. There's time travel. Oh my gosh! Um, I don't understand so, yeah, how you Tahiri, haven't told me more about this before. Tahiri ancient rabbis and <laughs> and rabbis. ancient rabbis. They discover it's like their first week of school, and they discover. Uh, and legends did this. They'd be like, "Oh hey, by the way, there's a thousand year old Jedi master that nobody knew about." And he's like, "Yo, what's up, y'all? I've just been hanging out over here." All these years. Mm. Senior and... Jedi Knights, the geriatric version. <laughs> <laughs> I need assistance you, moving. You could, you could legit do me? it. There's so many in Legends, and he's one of them. His name is Ikrit. I'll, I'll throw up a picture. He's a little fluffy uh, white rabbit. It looks like a cat. Yeah. Ikrit. He's uh, he's dope. All right, so hmm. there you go. Great pick, Rick. That yes. book that you're referencing, pick, Rick. the first one, is mm. called The Golden Globe. I'm not kidding. The Golden Globe, there it is. I'm looking at these right now. It looks like a set of them is on eBay for like $130 for the for all six. This is why I've not yet read them. Yeah, <laughs> but you can get them individually. It looks like pretty cheap. So, I mean, one's like 30 bucks, but yeah, you gotta. The find trouble your is, deals. you can read it in like two hours. Oh yeah, they're, yeah, they're pretty light, but. They, they really do set up some huge characters for the rest of Legends. That's a great pick, Rick. So we yes. talked about Jedi Academy trilogy, though not we haven't said much about it, um, other than Gantoris. F's in the chat for Gantoris. <laughs> we talked about uh, the Jedi, young Jedi Knights, the junior Jedi Knights. Is there anything else, Emily, that we should say, any other notable Jedi Academy stories in Legends? Uh, not the Jedi Knight Jedi Academy? Are you talking about the video game with uh, with Jaden? Yeah, yeah. I've seen some name? comments in the chat of some trees Jayden that Kaur? are really hard to cut down. Ooh, they so, are. Uh, they're hard. Those, those pesky trees. What is that? That's a really. Oh, that's right. I love the art on that. Where oh, it's like yeah. the two. I didn't. Duh. It's like their so, their initials or something on the lightsaber handles. Yeah, yeah, I've got the I've got the limited run collectible yeah, hey, copy of uh, Kyle Katarn Jedi himself. Jedi man, I shouldn't have thought of that mm-hmm. one. 
Now, I don't yet know the entire story with this because I am I started the game and didn't finish. Let's say it this way. Haven't yet finished. Yeah. Haven't yet yeah. finished. I have, however, chopped down that pesky tree. Mm. So, <laughs> got Eventually. it. It took me, I think, three nights of sitting down with the game on the first level trying to figure out how to get out of that little <laughs> opening stage. <laughs> it's like... Not incredibly clear how to get out of there. So that's another <laughs> Jedi Academy story. The one thing I remember about the Jedi Academy from that story is there's like an obstacle course. Luke's like, okay, now you got to make your way through the obstacle course. And um, <laughs> of course, Luke would build an obstacle course in his Jedi Academy, right? I mean, that's how he learned from Yoda. Sure. Um, I can be a backpack while you do I was thinking the same thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get in this backpack. They're like, uh, uh. Master well, they Luke, had this, this is cool weird. rabbit guy, so I'm sure he'd do a great yeah. job. Um, I'm looking through all my uh, Jedi Academy. Um, I haven't opened this box in quite a while. I just found that uh, there is a double-bladed blue lightsaber, which is my favorite lightsaber in all of Star Wars. Uh, it looks like oh. probably Jaden Kors holding such... Uh, is it Kors, like the beer, or Kor, singular? I realize I'm now saying it like he's a frat boy uh anyway Jaden, the the main character facing off against a ranker ranker this thing Rancor. Got some concept art from <laughs> there in the box very cool okay that's a great pick emily i if you know the main story of the game please don't tell me i have not yet finished <laughs> and then anything else we've overlooked please let us know in the chat any other real like your favorite jedi academy story rick there's one more that i just rediscovered today i think we've got an image for it that is the comic. Yes. Jedi Academy Leviathan. Ooh. Whoa. Have you ever read this one, Freddie? I have never read this one. I've read it and these. have forgotten everything about it. You know, that's the everything. cool thing, right? About about reading all of this stuff is after you've gone through and read everything, you probably forgot what you read. So you just go back and read it all over again. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> it is. It, it features like that first uh, class. From the Jedi Academy, you got Dorsk 81, or is it Borsk? Dorsk. Dorsk 81, Streen, Kip Duran, the Night Sister, what's her name? Mm. And then there's, they go to a planet, I think Luke maybe sends him out on a mission. He's like, okay guys, if you really want to become Jedi, you got to go and do this mission. This planet called, they've got an issue, there's a monster, you're going to do great, see you later. And so he sends them off, and then, so it's like their first self-contained mission of having to go and do Jedi stuff without Luke's help. If I remember correctly, and to be honest, I have no idea. <laughs> but very cool, isn't it, that there is actually a comic about uh, this first generation of Jedi Academy students. Um, I believe it's a miniseries. Okay, we've talked about some notable stories, some of our favorite characters from the Jedi Academy. Back to school season. Let's talk about you know their pedagogy here. Mm. Emily, you've got the <laughs> master's degree, so we're going to come to you first. <laughs> basically two main schools of thought right in the uh the old republic i almost said old testament <laughs> um, in the old republic Same you've thing. got your your masters your knights and your padawans mm -hmm. each master no each uh big big dog i don't know i don't guess they always have to be a master they have one padawan like it's a master and apprentice relationship you have them for like 10 years maybe longer then eventually you ship them off. You get your own. They pick up there. It's this apprenticeship model. Luke doesn't take that strategy. 
Luke is like, everybody's going to come to my school, and we're going to one-room schoolhouse it. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't have time. He's got to rebuild an entire order with, like, zero help. Yeah. Um, Expediting yeah, interesting. process. I feel like, obviously, smaller class sizes are to be commended. I think we can all agree there. So I mm-hmm. think the Jedi Apprentice, probably the best way to go. Um, it cracks me up that Luke just sends him out to like sit in the woods and like it seems like he's never quite there when like Exar Kun is incinerating his students um he definitely could use maybe a classroom aid somebody to kind of come alongside maybe have some conversations with some he learns those lessons though he does end up bringing on some more help Mm -hmm. okay well that's good that's good I yeah it seems to be more like an unschooling approach like yeah just go and like learn about the force and like Sit Float around, some rocks. man. Like, yeah. open <laughs> yourself get kidnapped. up. Mm-hmm. Listen yeah. to your feelings, and like, very old school, which is a tactic. And I, he definitely ship, gets takes a good. Off, yeah, there you go. Hangs out in Can- Canto Bite because that might exist still. Who knows? <laughs> Sometimes Lando shows up, and he's like, "Anybody want to go for a field trip?" <laughs> and for, for real, it happens. Oh, Lando the... Miss Frizzle, can you imagine? Just... <laughs> Now that is the what next thirteen book series. You want to my magic school bus? Anybody, yeah, anybody want to? Anybody want to see a card trick? Oh. Uh, well, well, well. What have we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on. So now, here's my question, Emily. With all of that, is eventually, you know, we do f- get little snippets of other teachers teaching other subjects. So, for example, you guys say Tion or Tione. Yeah, the, the uh, she's Tione, got the long probably? white hair. She ends up ends up marrying Tion. I've always said Tion marries Cam Solusar, I think. Um, yeah, one of Luke's original apprentices. She is like the historian slash musician. So yeah. she teaches them the history of the ancient Jedi. Oh yeah, through song. Um, so she's got her big. Uh, Almost She's a didgeridoo. Bar, Bassoon. Like bar Jedi. Bassoon. <laughs> yeah. Various X. <laughs> I keep thinking, I'm stuck on Kitar, Rick, because you play the Kitar. She just played her Kitar fact, in the corner. <laughs> I know for a fact it's not a Kitar, but it's like an Mandeville? ancient an ancient stringed instrument. That I mean, is it's like medieval. a hippie school. He's got Mandolin? a hippie school. She teaches them the the yeah that she teaches them the 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 lore of the ancient Jedi yeah. through song mm. and like so that's that's where Kevin J Anderson like un, unveils the story of uh, who's the bald woman Jedi from the Tales of the Jedi books the comics oh man Nomi Sunrider yes that's thank right. you the, I really appreciate the help the Jedi yeah. right <laughs> We're talking about the Jedi Jedi no no I think she's in the She's after that. Her husband gets killed, and she's like, "I guess I'll be a Jedi." Oh, that's now. right. That's right. It's, it's kind of it's kind of woke uh, in that, like, it's a little bit. Yeah, it's very modern in its nineties-ness. So, it's true. It is, she it is. she she teaches history and music at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there you go. So I do like that. There's different people teaching different subjects. Mm. So Luke's not trying to do it on himself. We learn Cam Solusar eventually takes on a lot of the, the teaching responsibilities. Emily, he's also from Dark Empire, too. Okay, oh, here's my big question. The Are they learning any science and math? Mm, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, 
How are they doing on STEM? Nah, you know, no. not so hot. Mm, more like <laughs> they're they're force wizards, oh, right? Like there's they're space wizards. So like <laughs> magic and math and science are at ends. Math and science it creates the empire, and it's like Grand Moff Tarkin. What's what's his wow. line about? About uh, Grand no, Moff Tarkin. It's, it's Liviosa, not Liviosa. Keep your keep your Harry Potter out of my legend show. All right. It's, <laughs> however, it's not this Tarkin. Is, this has been. It's the the guy who gets like force choked like a second later in A New Hope. He's oh. like, we're not impressed oh, with yeah. your source or whatever he says. Your Sorcerer your Madi. Is that Madi? Yeah, yeah, Madi. Yeah, and uh, Rum Madi. Tag. Uh, Tag and Bink. Dang, I don't know. I can't keep him straight anymore. Anyway. Yeah, the old farts in the room. Yes. <laughs> he was the young guy, the young, ambitious twerp who's like, whatever he says. I can't remember the lines, so I'm going to try. garbage, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and so, like, that's, that's I, it. I the Force is not about math and science. It's about being connected to the Force, the great force in the universe that, yeah, okay, I'm a... Old At least wizard. Lobaka is doing science. He's like doing robotics there on yeah, yeah on uh, Yavin Four. But he has he's clearly like doing an independent study. Like I don't think he's got a lot of help <laughs> with that. Study. Yeah, yeah. It's, you it's know, I think like a spare time study. You know, the force, the force. In my opinion, when when I see what what they're writing about in their stories, right? Uh, what I see is that the force strengthens something that they're either already into. Either the environment they're they're around is is kind of it, it tames itself to whatever they're good at, right? And so if you have uh, some sort of technological fancy, then you're going to specialize in something like that. If you're a, hmm. a hippie singing in the corner with your mandolin, you know you're probably going to tell tell some very important Jedi stories with with imagery that you could only produce via the Force, and that's your strength, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. You're a Force librarian, basically. And then, like Kip Duran, who all he knows is is chaos, <laughs> emits chaos in his force. Yeah, mm. that's a good point. There are different types of intelligence. There's like eight different kinds, mm-hmm. and people have different ones. And it, yeah, there's different learning styles. There's lots of differences in the way we learn that we're just now starting to kind of tap into. So, and, and what look kind at of Maul, intelligence right? do we have here at Legends Look Back? Are they extensive? like encyclopedic knowledge of a niche topic that is outdated and irrelevant. <laughs> What's that intelligence called? Yeah, um, and you know what? Rick has a keytar. Yeah, so you know we could we could be the just like that hippie girl. Hippie girl. What's her name? Tion. Did you say Tion. I could right. I could Tione. be just like that Tione. hippie girl? Is that your quote you for are. the night? Yes, you're in a school bus shirt, Rick. Oh, I just said to wake up some huh? kind of an insightful point. What where were you going with this, Freddie? Oh, yeah, um, you know what? Totally lost track of what I was talking about, but uh, <laughs> yeah, happens to the best of us. Hey, I'll I'll, I'll jump us. in. Um, right. but first, I want to pick on Freddie and make a tangent. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> Freddie's always giving me a hard time about having all these books, books and not reading them. Like, oh, that's a nice book <laughs> on your shelf there, Rick. Have you read it? And I'm like, <laughs> no. And uh, Freddie revealed today that he has every single canon book. Freddie, how many canon books have you read? Uh, one and a half. Is it Plagueis? <laughs> By the way, <laughs> is it Plagueis? <laughs> is it Plagueis? So I read, I read Phasma, uh, uh-huh. mainly because okay. we had a producer who loved Phasma. I was like, let me, let me check it out. I don't know much. Ended up liking the character, and then uh, I, you know, Jared score a, a slam dunk on on his uh, his little whatever you call it. But uh, I read half of Aftermath, or as he likes to call it. <laughs> 
Aftermath. Aftermath. <laughs> yeah. Freddy Red. Half of Aftermath. 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 Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Awesome. For sure. Those are probably not my favorite uh, canon books. But uh, <laughs> no. let me tell you, I, I mentioned I that, all though. that. What a dunk say. on Freddy. Yeah. yeah. My, my favorite, I, I mentioned that to say the High Republic does a really good job at, at, the, at the Light of the Jedi, especially uh, illustrating different forced connectivities and, and those learning styles. I won't spoil anything for you, but that's what I thought of as we're discussing this. Uh, is some of some of the ways that yeah the Jedi of old would engage and interact with the Force and the way that it's described is really really beautiful. But yeah, they were they were like allowed the freedom to kind of have their own perspective on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the question is, what would we what would we like be excited about learning about? Is that the question? Well, maybe you know I'm, I'm I might have figured out what I was trying to say earlier. Okay, <laughs> about back. Luke being a bad teacher. Mm. He probably honestly was a bad teacher. Uh, let's be honest. He, he he didn't really have a very hands-on approach. It was, let's, you know, send you out there. Uh, and I think what his point was, was to just see what kind of force called upon them, right? Like, what what was it that they were really good at? And, uh, you know, in, in, in some cases, it, it's not, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's easier, it's, Sometimes a little bit better to let them teach themselves, or at least mm. see which path they start to take, and then start to develop after you see what it is they're doing. And I feel like if you're a Jedi, the Force is calling upon you, and if you're just sitting there trying to listen, it's bound to give its message to you, and you're bound to go into that direction. So, I don't know. That's just my thought. Yeah, that's yeah, an so excellent point, you're, Freddie. You you're changed a more my in mind. favor of... Yeah. <laughs> Let's say, like, Luke allows uh, with his free form method allows the students to kind of pick their own path. Mm. Yeah, we have to remember learning. this dude just awesome. came from Tatooine not too long ago. <laughs> He's like, I, I was on my way so, to pick up power converters. Now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. That does end up being one of the driving plot points for post return of the Jedi legends is Luke is figuring out how to become a teacher yeah. of the next generation. Mm. Both dark empire and heir to the empire set this up really well. Dark empire ends with, um, What's the last line? Um, the best, like the, the the first of the new generation, or the Jedi will rise again. The Jedi Knights will rise again. The That's Jedi the, will rise again. like Your the last line. line. Whereas the Thrawn trilogy ends with "You're not the last of the old Jedi, Luke, but the first of the new." I think that's what Ben Kenobi tells him. Mm-hmm. Ah. So both of those continuities set up. You know what's to come, which is that uh, you know Luke has got to figure this stuff out and. He doesn't know a ton, and he only had two small crash courses with Jedi masters who were manipulating him and gaslighting him. And so, <laughs> that, you know, great guys in their own right, but not perfect. And so he's got to figure it all out. Okay, so lightning round here, Jedi Academy style, back to school, Legends Edition. What would be your favorite subject at the Jedi Academy? Oh. Hmm. Freddy. I already know. It would be straight up combat. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Spoken light like a side, true martial lightsaber, artist. Uh, dueling, 100%. I'd be like Bane, just trying to figure out the martial artistry of it all. Hmm. And, uh, you know, meditating my, my pain away so I can get back into the ring. Uh, but I just love martial arts in general. I think it's beautiful. That's health class. Health health doesn't count. Hmm. Yeah. I, martial arts, it's a very serene activity, e- even though, you know, I'll, I'll give an example. I I did judo for a long time. Uh, judo, you're throwing a whole person 
you know, tw- maybe twice your size. doesn't matter. The height, height is literally ir- uh, irrelevant to judo. You're throwing a whole person to the ground. And even that sport can be extremely graceful when taught. And, and, and I believe that learning something where you're forced to hone in that, that I guess, uh, that skill... I don't really know what to call it. The force would just hone it in even like 10 times more intense. And sure. you would just be a very well, your, your will would be strong, right? In my opinion, your will would be very strong, be very capable in in a lot of situations. Uh, but also I feel like you, you could learn, you know, similar to when I started doing martial arts, uh, you know, a lot of people who end up doing those things, they realize how dangerous they become in their skills and tend to, you know, try to de-escalate a lot of things and and understand like the 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 duty that comes with that knowledge. So, yeah, I feel like you could definitely get plenty of practice at that subject compared to you know science. <laughs> there at the <laughs> Jedi Academy, if combat is your thing, you're in the right place, Freddie. Okay, Emily, <laughs> your your favorite subject at Jedi Academy? Uh, probably like force power usage, something like that. So like manipulating environments kind of working with forcery (laughs) there you go i like that a lot um forcery would for sure be my favorite like how to kind of work with the flow and kind of darth hannah (laughs) (laughs) well you know sith sorcery probably not taught the jedi that would be my number one but if i had to choose probably um yeah just the force i guess i like battle meditation finding ways to like enhance Mm. other skills the best Definitely the best force power in all of Legends. Mm, so mm-hmm. if you want to learn that one, you're in the right place. Yeah. Bane couldn't beat it. Nope. That's right. So isn't there isn't there like a, a subplot in I, Jedi where, this is just now ringing a bell for me, Corrin spends like a couple chapters just like, <laughs> like trying really hard feels, to use uh, feels... force telekinesis, but he can't get stuff to move. Yeah. It's like a whole thing where he can't do it. Hmm. Interesting. Try as he might. Yeah, Corin, that's his Achilles heel. He can't use force telekinesis. Wow. Hmm. He can absorb blaster bolts, but he can't he can't use force telekinesis. Hmm. I guess we, we all, all have our yeah. weaknesses. You're yeah. just no yeah. Skywalker. That's right. <laughs> nice. And that's that's why he's Corey Elton's favorite character. That's why right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Rick, your favorite subject. Great pick so far, guys. Um, favorite subject at the Jedi Academy. Um essence transfer for reasons. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Rick wins Gulp. for sure. Um, if not that, <laughs> are you talking about like transmittance from the bottom region kind of essence transfer? Or <laughs> I wasn't sure we were going with that for a second. Flatulence, force flatulence. Uh, force flatulence now. I was behind. saying um, certain skills that are some might consider unnatural, perhaps. Um, yeah, you're only gonna learn those in XR Coon's tomb. Hey, so. hey, it's there, it's there. Oh, no, not true. Yes. Um, no. Okay. I would. I would. This is kind of a joke too, but like force persuasion will be really, really fun. Learning how to do mind tricks on people, you know, Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. They, I mean, they've got to teach like yeah. safety for that. Sure. You know? Yeah. Ethics. Jedi ethics. You know, that. It's that, an often huge. missed <laughs> class that appears in a lot of essence transfer. Yeah. Mind control. Are you? 
Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to the Dark Academy with all those other guys. Yeah. Oh, the, sh- the, uh, the Shadow Academy. All right, yeah, all right, fine, fine. Academy. Uh, force healing, <laughs> I, I guess. To. Force healing. We'll, we'll um, make them all better. Here you go, so I guess. Cal, they've got a good teacher. Yeah. One of, Here's some life. One of, uh, one of Luke's students. She's a... Uh, I almost said an Admiral Agbar. What are they called? Uh, the Mon Calamari. Calamari. Yeah, Mon Calamari. She, that's her thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She, that she's oh, got I her specialty. Her. For sure. Yeah. So mine would be the history slash music class, both of them at the same time. Okay. Um, really? I did both band band and choir. And uh, yeah, I love history for sure. Okay. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, I taught, a, I taught a year-long church history class at my Ooh. last church. And it was the last thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Nice. And now we all... We all kind of picked like a, a very interesting topic. We've got combat, which is like the PE. We've got oh, alchemy, go. so the the alchemy or whatever we're calling it, the wizardry, which is yeah. probably the closest Forcery. you're going to get to science. It's like chemistry, <laughs> yeah. yeah, chemistry and also superstition. Yeah, there you go. Uh, first aid <laughs> with with Rick's classes, and then we've got the uh, history and music covered in Jared's class. Yeah, that's that's yeah. real real helpful when a Sith comes out, you know, <laughs> swinging a lightsaber. Let me let me okay. let me get my piccolo. Okay. Hold on. Let me play you a song, the song of my people. Let's let's talk about the Force history real quick because the Jedi are supposed to be extinct. Or the She's Force, a very the important character, and she ends up becoming one of the new headmasters for the academy when Luke goes off to fight the Vong. Hey, listen, sh- had there been more ethics at the academy. You know what I'm saying? Like less music, more ethics. And I was a band kid, so I, I feel bad saying that. <laughs> All right, uh, next round. Who would you sit next to at lunch? The teacher. The healing one. Teacher's Never pet, right here. Oh, teacher's pet. Oh, yeah. Yep. Maybe sit next to Loey or like the biggest, strongest Jedi, so nobody would pick on you. Mm-mm. Well, mm. let's see. I definitely wouldn't mind hanging out with Lobaka because you know, as a as an engineer, I've always been into taking things apart and, and putting them together. So considering that if that was still my character in that universe, I'd probably be like, oh, I need to hang out here and check this out. This is cool, right? And uh, he's yelling at me in, in what is it, Shrewook? Shrewook, yeah. Shrewook, uh, you know, telling me, him to pass me the Hydro Spanner, and he's like, that's not the Hydro Spanner. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, okay, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah. Um, all right, how about this one? For our, our lightning round here, we've got to go quickly through it. Would you have a nemesis? Emily, I think you mm. threw this one in the chat. Is mm. there a reason you threw this one in? I, I was – my wife always teases me because I'll be like, yeah, I knew him. He was my arch nemesis in high school. Mm. And she's like, people don't have arch nemeses in high school. I was like, I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. There was this one guy who I swear, I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. If he, if you're out there, I got a bone to pick with yeah. you. Bro, uh, I got one. All right. Mm-hmm. His name was Conrad. Ooh. And Conrad. he – he dated Uh-oh. all of my ex-girlfriends right after Oh, me. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one. It was like, we broke up. Mm. And I was like, I can smell it. And I turn around. They're right behind me. Oh. The two of them. Every single time. Seriously, five or six yeah. in a row. Yeah. Uh, he five dated. Five or six? Hold on. He dated we need to have like a talk about uh, your dating history here. <laughs> what in the world? Yeah. Not on the show. Not on the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you ever confront him about it? Oh, I don't remember. Probably. I'm very confrontational. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> Arch nemesis, huh? 
Absolutely. Yeah, would you have an arch nemesis at, at the Jedi Academy? Mine's probably, yeah, whoever's dating my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely good would. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> whoever's dating... Gantoris. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I could definitely see myself with a, some sort of nemesis kind of relationship with Corrin Horn. Same. Uh, oh, completely, oh. right? I, I would... I, if I had ever found out in if I was in that universe and I had ever found out what Wedge told him, I would I would say that all the time. You're no Luke Skywalker, Corin, mm. and Ooh. just like oh. continuously you're no Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know that I would right. do that, that's but I would definitely fair. hate his guts. I do that. I really don't like it when people don't play by the rules. Like if he's very cocky for that reason. <laughs> very cocky, very suspicious of everybody. He yes. thinks he's the hero of the story. Yeah. Main character okay. syndrome. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna lower the level, and like anybody that's better than me, I'm just gonna be like, I wanna be the very best, <laughs> like no one ever was. Okay, gotta turn your hat backwards. Yeah, for exactly, that. exactly. And, and then so... Luke is gonna take your Pokemon cards away. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. There's no trading at this school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two more rounds here. What if Rick was the Jedi Academy bus driver? <laughs> beep beep. What kind of what kind of shenanigans would uh, you get into oh, on the school bus? Don't. Gas you, there's, hold on. There's no shenanigans. This is a matter of safety. I need you to keep your feet on the floor, bottom on the seat, facing forward out of the aisle. What if they're levitating? Get out of the aisle! Okay. <laughs> I can totally the Jedi... see Rick like off-roading through like the jungle of Yemen 4, just like <laughs> bumping over like force ghosts. I, I can see it. Oh, man. They, <laughs> they should run over force ghosts. <laughs> I thought you were Hitting say... dead Masasi everywhere. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's great! That's great. I uh, did have to give Rick the shout out there for his uh, his school driver days. Mm, school thank driver, you for your bus, bus driver, driver days. school driver. Yeah, <laughs> I drove the school. <laughs> Schoolmaster days. Oh, goodness, I'm okay. Yeah. And finally, last category: What do you pack in your backpack for your your school year at Luke's Jedi Academy mm. on Yavin Four? The Jedi Praxium. In fact, that's the term that's used is Praxium. Uh, turns out, like the Wook has like a whole section on the history of that name, and there were a bunch of names that were rejected. I did not know this before tonight. He ended up using the word praxium comes from the word praxis, mm-hmm. um, just like you know uh, teaching methods. Does that sound right, Emily? You're the one that did yes the teaching. And All right. There's like a test. Um, I think the praxis tests are the ones that you take to become a teacher, mm. <laughs> like to certify. Okay, yeah. So listen to some of the rejected <laughs> names real quick. Uh, Luke's Jedi. Campus, Luke's Jedi Cloister. Cloister. Luke's Cloister. Luke's, Are there rabbis Luke's in Jedi, the Cloister? Luke's Jedi Dojo. Uh, the Jedi Monastery. I like that one. I thought it was the Jedi cool. Cadre. The Jedi Laboratory, or my personal favorite, Luke's Jedi Seminary. Seminary. I am wearing my seminary T-shirt tonight. Uh, it's great to be at Harding. For Luke's home for a lost. For sensitives, yeah, <laughs> but it's the, the Jedi Praxium. So, what do you pick? Yep. What do you pick? What do you pack? What do you pack for? What do you pack for school? The or, uh, school for your gifted youngsters. Uh, let's see. I so that's what I've thought a lot about with this yeah. is the X Men stuff for sure. Yeah. Uh, I probably... would definitely go ahead. It'd be nice to have a holocron. Like it, if mm-hmm. I had managed to to come yeah. across a holocron and I can use it to cheat during a test. Yeah. Like, all right. How do I do this? <laughs> or at least, like, yeah. you know, you can keep all your information stored in it True, instead right. of those big heavy books. Yeah. I must have tore through like 
seven or eight backpacks in high oh, school. Oh, easy. The heavy books. Yeah. Easy. We had to cover around, uh, carry around. Yep. Oh, no. Those I just big... had to go back in between each one because they were like this big a piece. They yeah. were huge. Yeah. You got to take them home and study at night. No, yeah. I know you don't. Nah. <laughs> the only book I ever took home was like art history because that thing. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I would probably take a lightsaber that also doubles as like a multi-tool, right? There's like a machete Ooh. attachment. Ooh. There's like um, a butter knife. Yeah, some like sith <laughs> repellent spray. You know, you it's like for, with it. it's tools for the jungle. You know. Okay. Okay. That's what I take. Nice. Very Ezra Bridger of you to make a yeah. multi-purpose lightsaber. Ooh, yeah. like the yeah. I like his little slingshot. Yeah. Speaking of multi-purpose lightsabers, since we're talking about him, Corin Horn has a lightsaber that extends from one length to the next when he twists it mm. and it gets longer. When you twist it, it gets longer and it changes color too. Um, I'm not kidding. I'm not that's kidding. Legit. That's, I'm not I'm not kidding. He he does. He's like, <laughs> I want to make a lightsaber that's better than all these losers lightsabers. When you twist mine, it gets longer. <laughs> so uh shout out to Corin for being <laughs> <laughs> just like Emily, quite frankly. So a multi-purpose lightsaber. Uh. <laughs> just, just like no, Emily. You said you said you want to have a multi-purpose lightsaber. Mine had a machete, like not like extra things. <laughs> there's there's right. two. We're uh, right along. Who's next? What about like a lightsaber that's so thick it's a thermos? You can keep your Campbell soup in there. Ooh. <laughs> Kyber crystal keeps it at a certain uh, temperature. Very drinkable. Uh, to- definitely not going to like contaminate you with radiation. Very good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we got some other good ones here in the notes. You guys want to take any of these? Uh, I've Sith got ghost, added. Sith ghost who said extra hands? Spray. That's a good one. Okay. What's, what's your Sith ghost repellent spray? Who wrote that? That wasn't me. <laughs> what do you say? That's a good take one. Take that ghost and spray them. Piss off, ghost. Ew. <laughs> <Exarcoon>. Gross. <laughs> Oh, get your ectoplasm out of here. Yeah. I wrote extra hands in the show notes. I did not write that. What was that, Rick? Not me. It wasn't was me you. Either. I don't know who that was. Jared. Was it me? I did. Yeah, yeah, it was Luke. It was Luke. I think you need to replace me. Oh, I wrote the show notes hands. two weeks ago. Uh, I wrote yeah. Extra hands. For what? I must have wrote that. It was funny. Okay. I totally forgot I wrote that. <laughs> Uh, Sith Ghost Repellent Spray. Here's another good one. Qui-Gon's Rebreather. That is, that's very gotta, practical. I like that. You got to go underwater. I was thinking, like, I had this whole, like, inner dialogue about, you know, I'm always like, how, I, how can I make things easier? And I was like, a computer, like a laptop. But then Freddie said Holocron. I'm like, oh, yeah. Extra so, hands. Yeah. They had data <laughs> pads. hands. A data handy. pad, for uh, sure. Data pads, for data sure. Data pad, yeah. yeah. Or like a, just a, an auto audio recorder, you know? Just because, uh, like, I was notorious in college, especially about like getting tired and like I would struggle to stay awake. And I had to like audio record all my lectures that I like was listening to because I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, after two o'clock, I was useless, man. Um, I'm just, I would front load those 7 30 <laughs> classes, Rick. I, I'm a morning person, those oh, were fine. Man. It was after lunch, I was a zombie. I, I wasn't, wasn't good I for just either. remember at one point, I had a I professor bring... throwing stuff at me to wake me up. Ooh, wow. nice. We, we had one of those. Rough. We had one of those. I would bring a Mountain Dew and a donut for my 7.30 classes, and I would literally sit on the front row and just do this. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, whatever it took to try to stay awake. I just remember one of my professors being like, what are you doing? <laughs> you doing like, that. I was like, I'm staying awake. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. I don't I care how it looks. I'm with my Mountain Dew so and my donut. What? Is that what uh. you would take? 
Mountain Dew yeah. and a donut. Uh-huh. And sure. extra hands, just in case. Mm. You, yeah. <laughs> to I hold was, your Mountain Dew and donut while you're doing from, it. From daylight donuts <laughs> across the street. Daylight. Right? Yeah, my mm. So my mom worked on campus, and she would bring me those uh, those cane sugar Mountain Dews. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like the I ones in the glass bottles? Like no, no, no. Like, I guess, like the time when we were in high school, <laughs> there was this period of time where like they were selling like like old label Mountain Dews. I remember like, that. The classic. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My yeah, favorite was the mom. Halo 3 Mountain Dew. That stuff was amazing. You know. Oh. Game Fuel. Was that Game Fuel? How about some Vault? I I, I hoarded it in my closet. I literally like got like multiple twelve packs and like distributed, rationed them throughout high school. In high That's school, fantastic. for me, it was Funyuns and vanilla Coke. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> Reese's pretzels and Coke. That's what I lived off of. Gosh, All right, man. how about how about in '90s style? Just to close this out, for what we're packing in our Jedi lunch boxes. <laughs> How about some surge? Yeah, oh my you were gonna say it the second surge. you said it. Uh, <laughs> Freddie and I have been joking about surge since like the first week of the show. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we do want to say here uh, at the back to school episode of Legends Look Back, thank you to all of our teachers and uh, administrative professionals out there in the world of education, helping to educate our youngsters. It really is. A uh, an underpaid and underappreciated field, and we wouldn't be here without you. Anybody have like a favorite teacher growing up who was like a total Jedi mm. in their own way? Somebody you want to give a shout out to who really made an impact on you? Yeah, I got for sure. I got three. I'll be quick. Yeah. Give us one. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, I'll shout out to Mr. Clark, my band director, and also was my like elementary music music teacher. That was fun. But um, great dude, learned a lot about life, still in contact with him, and one of the, my favorite memories was watching uh, Lord of the Rings Extended Edition at his house. So uh, Cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's, a, that's an awesome teacher right there, somebody who will uh, nerd out with you. Very good. Mm-hmm. Freddie? Uh, uh, mine was my fifth grade teacher. Her name was Miss Kayser. Uh, actually recently passed away uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago. But she came to my graduations, all of them, every single one of them, and wow. uh, got to see me grow. And, and honestly, she was the one that, that uh, uh, gave me my first Trusa Bakura, actually. She what? handed it to what? me. She's like, read this. And I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not giving it back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's She's amazing. a real one. So that is awesome. definitely one of my favorite teachers. Uh, rest in peace. Great mm-hmm. person. Uh, she she made a huge impact on me. Clearly, mm. I, my sixth grade teacher berated me for doing a report on <laughs> Jedi Search, a book report on Jedi Search in sixth grade. <laughs> berated me. Uh, oh, Emily, you got one. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Giles. He taught a couple of my classes in high school, and we read a play once, and I got really into the characters just for fun. And he told me to audition for a play, and that literally changed my high school experience. So thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your students and really to encourage them in the things that they're good at. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. Wow, that's that's touching. I've got a little little sniffle here. Okay, (laughs) mine is Miss Coleman. Miss Coleman was my uh, 11th and 12th grade AP English teacher. Um, she had taught at the school for like 34 years. I was in her last class before she passed away. And she was so patient with me and all my goofball friends and encouraged us to be better. And, uh, like never, 
was mean to us, even though we were so disruptive. She just like truly believed in us mm-hmm. and uh, was just such an amazing teacher in terms of bringing out the best out of all different kinds of students, like ultra nerds and like cheerleaders and football players and, uh, you know, band people. Just uh, all across the spectrum was able to to connect with everybody and had a huge frog collection. That was cool. Hmm. So uh, nice. there's hundreds of frogs. Or, anyway, she was great. <clears throat> she was great and uh, definitely appreciate her. May she rest in peace. So uh, thank you to all of our other educators out there. I Keep it up. Gotta... And of course, you know, hey, pass around some Legends books in your classrooms like Miss Kaiser did. Okay, what you got there, Rick? I just remembered that my mom was my teacher in seventh grade. <laughs> and a Rick's mom. Yeah. And on that note, <laughs> Sorry, mom. thank you to Rick's mom. Also, to everybody who has joined us for this episode of Legends to Look Back, thank you also to our incredible patrons for your support. I want to give a special thank you to our Jedi High Council Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander, to our Alliance High Command, Elizabeth Cloutier, and Sally and Chris Eilerson. If you want to read along with us right here to tune in to what we are reading on Legends Look Back, you can, of course, pick up some of these books that we are talking about right here on the show. You can uh, speed read them, and or hey, listen to those audiobooks, uh, and uh, be ready to participate in the discussion. Coming up next week, we have... The Kratos Trap by Michael A. Stackpole, and Freddy's got something planned. Freddy was planning some sort of some sort of Kratos Trap shenanigan before the show, and I'm excited to hear <laughs> what it is. If you want to tune in next week on Legends Look Back, you can find out all about that. If you, uh, of course, are watching this on YouTube, remember to sub to the channel and leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice. If you're listening on audio and that helps other folks find the show just like you have. If you want your thoughts around the show, you can email us at legendslookback at utini.com. You can send the message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel or you can get in touch with us on Twitter. I'm at Jared Q. Mays. Freddie. At Wake Up Freddie. Rick. At Rick underscore Grace. And Emily. At Darth David. Remember, after you have read the books, you've let us know what you think. You've posted those comments on YouTube. You've wrote all about it on Goodreads and social media. Remember, however you do it, to always keep the teeny fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. Until next week, may the force be with you. This is a Utini broadcast.